Welcome to Breaking Form, a podcast of poetry and culture. I'm Aaron Smith. And I am James Allen Hall. For those uh, listening for the first time, uh, we do this show in segments. We do literary games. We revisit books that we love. We gossip. We do. We interview. We shade. We laugh. And we are not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Hey, Aaron, I'm feeling spry. Are you feeling gamey? I'm feeling gamey like a chicken, like a <laughs> deer carcass. I feel like that. I feel like that implies like odor. So it does, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah I'm in my, my little, it's cold here. So I'm in my like little mock zip. Uh, I'm sweater. literally in bed. Like I'm Good literally in bed. In yeah. Blankets, blankets. And like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I just decided like, my dog, I'm just Alice. glad I can see both hands. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Girl, <laughs> I'm too old for that. Like, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, like I have to I have to seduce my hand, or my hand has to seduce me. Like, hmm, what are you doing over there on the bed by yourself? The hands like sleeping. <laughs> hands like leave me alone. Like, you did not take me to dinner. You got exactly. me Taco Bell tonight. Fuck you. You made me pick up after the dog, motherfucker. You aren't getting any. <laughs> It's so fucked up. So, yes, we're playing RuPaul or Rude Poets. So the only thing is the poets aren't really rude. They're just all dead, I think. But we're doing RuPaul or but I I needed a fun theme. So RuPaul or Rude Poets. Are they as disrespectful as certain poets? Well, I was actually going to like use the use people's lines that have been really oh. shitty to me and then uh-huh. not re- not reveal them just that people uh-huh. can go look them up but i'm not doing sure. that i decided oh, just okay. to use dead people um, oh nice okay. but poets are rude or gen- we'll say poets are rude in general so rupaul or rude poet nice okay. oh so, this is exciting so again it's like like you did when you did the game with me quotes Mm-hmm. You know, excerpts, anything. So it is challenging. Or maybe not. You might just completely because you've watched all of, of RuPaul's drag race, correct? Maybe like three times through. And uh, like some of the franchises internationally. I'm just kind say, of a big drag queen fan. I think I've only watched three episodes total. I know. We don't yeah. ever we've never talked really about it's, RuPaul's drag race. So it's I didn't not think my we're a fan. Thing. Yes. Well, I I'm not anti-fan. I just never did it. Right. I was too busy watching like serial killer dramas. Like, right. I just, and I watched those too. Yeah, At some point somebody, we'll have to do true crime podcast poetry. Yes. I mean, if somebody yeah. would like slit RuPaul's throat, I would be watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad to me. I'm going to cry. Know. No, I know. I love Ru. I don't want that to happen. Oh, but yeah. Oh my gosh. We could do like really scary poems if we did, if we did true crime poetry. Wow. Yeah. I'm already thinking of poems. It, and it's RuPaul, we were watching the Emmy Awards a few weeks ago together, where we were like texting back and forth. Mm-hmm, right? Texting, yeah. yeah. And when RuPaul won an Emmy and may now be the the most, um, and have the most Emmy wins for an African-American in TV. Oh, really? I believe that may be true. We'll have to fact check it. We'll but... fact check it. Oh, I love yeah. it. I, I do love Ru. Yeah. So, so I'm going to read you quotes and Great. you just have to tell me whether it is RuPaul or a rude poet. Love it. Okay. So watch out for intellect because it knows so much. It knows nothing. I'm going to say rude poet. 
It is a rude poet. It is Anne Sexton. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And again, if it had its, it's like, what is it? Source with it. I like wrote it down, but this one didn't. And I yeah. didn't write it down. <laughs> well, that's such a Scorpio thing to say. They're such deep yeah. feelers. Yeah. Well, it also just like collected poems. I'm like, oh, thanks. That really helps me out. <laughs> it's like collected poems. I oh, have okay. I have her collected in a word document because wow. I want to search it. Yeah. How did you get that? I think it was like a PDF download that I converted into a word doc. So you will be sending that to me, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I way, love I, that. Yeah, because it's so much fun to search. Okay. Like, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, even when we were deciding to title this podcast, I was searching um, that word document. Yeah, anyway. I love that. Okay. Only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. That sounds like RuPaul. That's T.S. Eliot. Oh, look at that. Isn't that crazy? How far did he go? That, that's the only one that I wanted you to get wrong. Oh, <laughs> that's I, so funny. Because it's such a random, weird one. I was like, I want it, James to get that one wrong. Now I'm, now you can get them all right. My research was worth it because I needed you to mistake um, T.S. Eliot for RuPaul. That's all I, that's, that's all I needed. Your life, life is complete now. <laughs> okay, so let's see. It's not the word itself, but the intention behind the word. <laughs> That feels not, that doesn't feel rude at all. So I'm, I'm thinking it must be RuPaul Charles. RuPaul. And yep. what was, do you know what RuPaul was talking about? No, whenever you go and search RuPaul quotes, you get like a hundred pages. Yeah, sorry, a hundred quotes with tons yeah. and tons of like people who put them well, on the Well, I'm, I'm kind of glad to hear RuPaul like talk about intentionality a little bit because, you know, yeah. RuPaul has also, uh, at around season three or four, maybe five, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. RuPaul would say this phrase about like male, right? Like Tyra male, making fun of Tyra male. That's what I love about RuPaul's Drag Race. It makes fun of all like of Tyra sh- Banks, like M-A-I-L. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Like on um, America's Next Top Model, Tyra would send messages and they called him Tyra male. And I always, always, always wanted Tyra male. Anyway, oh, okay, gotcha. but so they make fun of it on RuPaul's Drag Race, but she says something else about like sort of making a joke about gender and, and male. You could probably put that together. Mm-hmm. And, That's what I thought you were saying at first. I'm like, what? Yeah. And RuPaul got a lot of shit for that justifiably and has mm-hmm. changed it. So I wonder if that's uh, in reference oh, to, okay. yeah, instead of saying the sort of transphobic word that she used yeah. for yeah she kind of changed it to something else so okay anyway, good yeah for good for her growing i'm glad yes it's very hard to look in a mirror and see anything which resembles what one feels oneself to be wow say that again it's very hard to look in a mirror and see anything which resembles what one feels oneself to be I'm going to say RuPaul again. That's such a drag thing to say. It's Jory Graham. (gasps) She's such a drag queen. Yeah, because the whole quote is like, I think that discomfort, that dislocation, disintegration, that raw lack of feeling oh. whole, that dysmorphia is a very good place. And this moment to hunt for the kind of experience which really requires the means of poetry to be grasped or felt. That is so good. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Again, it's like when you type in quotes, it's just like, 
they just tell you like quote so if anyone's listening i don't know my dog alice is crawled up and is out licking my face she's so jealous she's so licking she's your so face so jealous of the podcast she's like hello um you know that poem that i had her sign um the underneath poem in swarm mm-hmm. it, it part of it says um as in they shall seek death and shall not find it what if there is no end what if there is no punishment i just mm. love that part so That's much and it just yeah. kind of corresponds with what the quote that you just read and i think her. it's a total compliment for any poet to be mistaken for rupaul i mean <laughs> yeah 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 i'm so interested yeah. in joey graham's like uh project about identity and how we can construct it for ourselves and so you have to contain yourself with words. I'm going to say rude poet. RuPaul. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> you have to contain yourself with words. That's lovely. Drag queens always love combining words and making something new because this whole world is shilarious. <laughs> and so you have to contain yourself with words. Shilarious is just something that is a really hooty, kiki, funny item. It's hilarious. Man, if we had to try to define the word kiki to somebody, mm-hmm. it's really hard. Or zhuzh. Zhuzh. Yeah, zhuzh yeah, it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Or even now it's kind of like a, a noun. Mm. Like, oh, that's not the zhuzh. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. It's like the fabulosity you bring to something. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, girl, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. But like, how <laughs> oh, I know you're, exp- you're explaining to our listeners. I'm like, I'm, hello. Right. <laughs> I'm explaining like, to Alice. I'm like, hello. I'm going to have to take my earrings off and kick your ass. <laughs> oh my God. Alice just tried to bite the microphone. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she whatever. was like, fuck you, she's microphone. Like, you th- she's like, you think dad doesn't know what. <laughs> <laughs> rude poet, rude Alice. Yeah, she's like rude. James. <laughs> she's like, why are you always talking to him? Exactly. She's like, I'm trying to get some sleep here. Do people know that she's named after the the painter? I don't think right? so. Alice Neal. Yeah. And I've I wanted a little tiny dog with a big personality, and I Alice Neal just had this larger than life sort of you like certainly got persona, that. and I love her. Yeah, so I literally yeah. have driven fourteen hours to take her to the vet. That's how much yes. I love her. That's like, and I'm that's literally what you're doing right that now. dad right now, just because I didn't want to go to the vet in Massachusetts, and I thought I would have anxiety if I had to do something more serious and I needed to be around somebody. So yeah, good. Okay, but she's but listeners, the vet thinks she's allergies and she's okay that's what yes so the most dangerous place on earth is inside my head rupaul yeah i think i also read it with a little flair too no but that's (laughs) totally rupaul yeah i think i actually may know an an episode where he says that i love that okay don't use the phone people are never ready to answer it i'm gonna say rude poet that sounds like sylvia plath to me it's actually Jack Kerouac. Oh. I was a late bloomer, but anyone who blooms at all ever is very lucky. That sounds like RuPaul to me. That was Sharon Olds. Really? Oh, yeah. That, that's true about Sharon Olds. But can I say I felt really cheated by this quote? Because I did some digging because I wanted to know where it was from. Mm-hmm. And it seems like I can't find exactly the source, but the whole quote is... Um, 
I consider myself a late bloomer too. I didn't start writing until I was in my late thirties, but yes, I feel lucky to have bloomed at all. Generations of women who came before me weren't so fortunate. Now I think the challenge is to be a perennial and pass on what I call the spark or the seed. If you want to stick with the bloom analogy, like it's so much smarter, Mm. but on the internet, they like clip it and like paste it on some kind of ocean scene. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was so much more beautiful. Like that's when Sharon, Olds carried you where there's no footprints. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like, where were you, Sharon? That's when I was carrying you. <laughs> Fuck face. <laughs> and Sharon Olds is a Scorpio, by the way. Really? November 19th, for those of us who care. Okay. It always felt like I was on an operating table and the anesthesia never worked. Rude poet. RuPaul. Can you believe it? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, oh, and it's also like like a patient etherized up on a table. I think Elliot Very. and RuPaul might be the same person. They might be, <laughs> although Elliot's a Libra and RuPaul Charles is a Sagittarius. Mm. I want to be improbable, beautiful, and afraid of nothing as though I had wings. That's so lovely. Rude poet. It was Mary Oliver. There's very little that's brand new. That sounds like RuPaul Charles. That is RuPaul. I love that. Right? Everything's. There's so many amazing quotes from RuPaul, like just on drag and culture. But, you know, Mm. obviously if I use the drag quotes, it'd be really obvious. Um, Here's one Mm. RuPaul. I'll just tell you this one because I had a few of my faves after the game, Mm. but she says, my goal is always to come from a place of love, but sometimes you just have to break it down for a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yes, Rue. Yes. That's right. Yes. So the purpose of life is to be defeated by greater and greater things. That feels like a poem. That's Rilke. That's Rilke. Mm -hmm. I thought I recognized it. Yeah. So the last one, mm-hmm. everything's fine today. That is our illusion. RuPaul. <laughs> Actually, that's Voltaire. Oh, look at that's that. Right? Yeah, that is really. Say it again. Um, everything's fine today. That is our illusion. <laughs> in fucking deed. And I deliberately Googled poets in the word illusion because I wanted to throw you a little bit with drag. Oh, so that's yeah. why I was able to find like a really great uh, one. These were really fun. Well, can I tell you just a few more Rue yeah. quotes that I love? Jeez. I just found because like I knew you would. I knew these were not going to be good for the game, but I thought you might enjoy them. So because I love some of these. So let's see. Some girls talk to the boys in the chat room. My girls talk to the boys in the back room. Uh, <laughs> I love, it. I love that. Um, this is another amazing one. Spirituality has nothing to do with church and everything to do with hair. <laughs> oh, and that's really true. That makes me so it's like in Fleabag when she's he's like, it's just hair. And she's like, it's not everything. And she's like. Hair is everything. <laughs> it's like the best moment in Fleabag where she's like, um, hair is everything. I mean, like, we wish it wasn't like we wish the fuck it wasn't, but it is everything. But it yeah. is everything. Yeah. No. Do you know that Morrissey saw Morrissey also like Bukowski is a fucking Fleabag. Um, but that song, uh, Hairdresser on Fire. No. Oh, my God. So good. Can you squeeze me into an empty page of your diary and psychologically change me? 
Wow. Wow, that is good. And here's the last one. This has a question in it for you, which I think is fun. When I was about 13 or 14, I would carry a magic marker with me everywhere I went so I could write the word Bowie on everything that wasn't mine. It's RuPaul. What if you if you could carry if I gave you a, a marker and said, okay, for the next week you get to write one thing on everything that's not yours? Like you could vandalize with it. What's what's what would you write? What was one thing? Oh, just one quote? Just one quote or a word, just one thing. You had one thing you wrote everywhere. And it can't be like love. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, if I got to choose different quotes from a book. I would choose quotes from Claudia Rankin's Citizen and leave mm-hmm. them everywhere. But it has to be just one. I mean, it could be one. one. Like you could write share everywhere. You could write a quote. No, it has to be one I thing. think I would write um, a an Emily Dickinson line. The soul selects her own society. Ooh, I like that. And people who don't know Dickinson would be like, what? Mm, I love that what? poem. Yeah, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, the soul selects her own society. I just love the feminist slant of that mm-hmm. and also the chosenness of 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 soul and mm-hmm. compatriot like yeah the chosenness of family in it, can i tell you the origins of this in undergrad i had a teacher named terry Wittick, the most amazing mm-hmm. teacher and poet um and she 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 gave us um push pins one week mm. and made us bring them back the next week mm-hmm. um I don't know why we had to carry them, but like it was like thumbtacks, like pushbacks. Okay. Yeah. 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 And uh, we had to be like stewards of them. I thought of like, oh, this is like my egg that I have to carry around and pretend like that I'm like, you know, a good parent too. Anyway, the next week we came in and we were studying Emily Dickinson in this class that was my favorite class in undergrad called The Poetry of Ideas. And we had to write Emily Dickinson lines on pieces of paper and then go put them up in different locations, trees, buildings, wherever, right? Just like lead mm-hmm. Emily Dickinson all over the campus mm-hmm. and then tell, say why we put what we put where. Oh, Wow. Did you do the soul selects or in society? I don't remember. Um, I mean, you know, we're talking undergrad. I remember she said, uh, Terry used to tell these amazing stories. I always, the life of a poet always seems so glamorous from what Terry Mm -hmm. would tell me about writers, right? Yeah, 100%. Dr. Wittick back then, but I call her Terry now. We were doing this because she said um, at a writing residency, she met a woman who um, got a line of Emily Dickinson tattooed around her waist. Wow. And she found the idea of getting a tattoo around your waist. So like people were asking questions about that. And she was so fascinated by that, that she never asked the quote. And so oh, she wrote to the woman no. and the woman never responded. So she never learned what Emily Dickinson quote. And so then she was like, wow. well, let's put Emily Dickinson. Let's make these tattoos out in the world. And I do wow. remember it was a, I went to the religion department and I put a push pin up that said, had something about doubt or, you know, mm, some, you know, nice. Dickinson yeah. such a critique uh, has such critique of religion and hundred percent. Yeah. Of, yeah, of like sort of normative religious yeah. belief. Because she's a of uh, she has faith too. Something else Terry Wittick said in class, I think about this all the time, was 
um, another poet just turned to her one day. They were like eating lunch or something. And she just said to Terry, you know, some days you'll just fuck anything at the bus stop. That's so great. <laughs> that's what you should have written. On your po- that's what you should have written on your post. <laughs> and that poet was Linda Gregg. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god, but I've always wanted to put that in a poem. That's amazing. Yeah. Irene McKinney, who was my teacher, you know, I feel like there's there was this separation, like there was the old school teachers, like the ones who had tenure, they they were artists, they didn't get them, they didn't do anything with the school, they did the minimum, they never showed up for meetings. This, you know, and they yeah. would stand in the hallway and, and quote Yates and cry, like the whole, a whole passage, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of old teaching. So one time we walked into class in poetry and I restarted the class. Does anyone in here want to guess how many men I've slept with? Oh wow. <laughs> it was and we and she said, and remember, I had a 20-year marriage. So she was faithful. So oh. we all went around the room. The number was 35. I remember 35. God. Yeah. Wow. What I age see, were I you? I see that number. I see that number in the rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That's my square root. Like, bye bye. Like, oh, 35. That's so cute. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, I'm glad you had some boyfriends in high school. Exactly. The 20 year marriage. I still would have had a higher number than that. Wow. That's amazing. She was an amazing teacher. She was absolutely so brilliant. Vulner- like, it's great that we had these like vulnerable open teachers who really crackled language for us. I mean, that's what yeah. she's doing. It was just, yeah. And she also didn't want us to be afraid to bring complicated things into the space she wanted to make room for it. I didn't feel at all inappropriate. I felt like totally like we were in a conversation and it was part of the human experience with her. It didn't feel at all weird, you know, or creepy. Aaron, you're so rude. Let's get factual. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get factual. It Um, does. It sounds like really kind of, sexy one thing i want to say right off the beginning i i don't even know why i was like rupaul rude poets it would have been perfectly fine to say rupaul rue poets it just made me giggle (laughs) and so i titled the episode that but yes that's what we are fact checking is rupaul rue poets even though i said rude poets because let's face it we like a theme yes um so i mea culpa i got rupaul's astrological sun sign wrong by so i said in that i just felt that that wound i felt that wound for me right yeah um yeah so i said in the episode that rupaul is a sagittarius and in Mm -hmm. fact rupaul is a scorpio oh i know which is so different i mean you get like three strikes you're on probation obviously i know but it's okay yeah okay um speaking of strike one two three four five uh six RuPaul dropped a transphobic phrase from the show, hmm, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, in season seven. It took it took oh, kind but, of six but years. Ru was using that for all those shows. Oh, yeah. that's too. Well, I'm glad it's gone. I wish it had been faster, but you know, it, it's gone now, and you know, Ru was correct at that. So yes. Um, and then the last thing that I um, I guess I wanted to say was that RuPaul Charles. We said something about RuPaul's Emmy wins. Yeah, I looked that up too. 
Oh, you did. Do you want to, mm-hmm. you want to, yeah. Our uh, RuPaul continues to make history. This is from variety with 11 wins. The host and producer broke the record for the most Emmy wins by a person of color as RuPaul drag race was named outstanding competition program. Um, this was on, in September, making it into the 11. The series is the most awarded reality competition show at the Emmys, which that's also, so it's, it's historic for Ru to win, but also that the fact that show has been rewarded so much. That's right. And the previous record holder was cinematographer Donald A. Morgan, according hmm. to the LA Times. I like when people behind the scenes like went alive. It's good for them. Good for them, right? Yes. And, yes. And good for RuPoets. Hey, everyone. If you like today's Breaking Form, please go to the Apple Store and review us with five stars. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Breaking Form Pod. And be sure to check the show notes for references. And remember, we're not for everyone. Uh, oh my god, we're recording all of this. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>